welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode 62, part 2, how to plan an out-of-state turkey hunt. And I am your host and the person who's always out shopping on Christmas Eve day to finish up the last few things that he needs to buy. This year is no exception. So I'll be out in the bad weather that we're having here with the rest of the crazy people who are trying to finish up their list on Christmas Eve day. Fortunately, though, we are 82 days, 11 hours, 59 minutes, and 46 seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama. I'm going to break this time frame down a little bit for us. There are only 11 more episodes of the Turkey Hunter podcast until spring turkey season opens here in Alabama. Just under six fortnights. Just under six fortnights. That's pretty dang exciting. So last week in part one of how to plan an out-of-state turkey hunt, I talked about the first three steps to planning an out-of-state hunting trip. Those three steps are, number one, to establish your goal in taking the trip. That could be to harvest a turkey in every state that has turkeys, like my hunting buddies and I are doing, to extend your season by traveling south early in the year or north late in the year if you just want your turkey season to last a little bit longer. Maybe you're taking a trip out of state already for work or family reasons and you want to piggyback a turkey hunt onto the beginning or end of your trip. Whatever your goal is, set the goal and write it down. Step two, you need to figure out where you can go to make your goal become a reality. And for that, I'd recommend you check out the NWTF's turkey maps on their website. It's a great place to figure it all out. Step three, research. Start exploring outfitters and public land opportunities where you can go to complete your goal. I recommended calling the state biologist and the NWTF regional biologist and ask them some questions. And I also recommend that you research your state website for harvest records. If you want to learn a little bit more about those three steps, then go back and listen to part one and you can get filled in on all of those. So this leads us right into step number four, research. After you've narrowed down what state you're visiting and narrowed down what part of the state you're going to, then you'll want to do a little preliminary research on the game laws in that state. In particular, you want to find out if you have to apply for tags or licenses 
for that state and if so what the deadlines are for applications you also want to know if sunday hunting you also want to know if sunday hunting is legal or not and whether afternoon hunting in that state is legal or not and lastly you want to check the season dates there are some states that have seasons that are only seven days long the reason that knowing all of this is important so let's say you're going to st louis missouri for a work trade show and you're only required to work in the mornings and you want to spend the afternoons turkey hunting well guess what you're out of luck because in missouri there is no hunting after 1 p.m so if that's the case you may want to try to swap your shifts with someone you work the afternoon shifts and they work the morning shifts while you're turkey hunting but that's why it's good to know this stuff before you book the trip or get too far into your planning research these basic game laws on the state's website and make some phone calls to the game and fish department if you have additional questions okay step number five research again the state biologist and NWTF biologist have given you some leads and some information about the best regions, counties, and public land areas to hunt in the state where you're going. But now you want to find the best areas within those areas. So what do I mean? Well, hopefully you got the name of the district or regional biologist for the state that works that district or region where the state biologist told you to hunt. If not, then you should be able to find that information on the state's website. Next, call the biologist for that area and ask almost the same questions you asked the state biologist and the NWTF biologist. But you'll want to drill down even farther. If you're researching a couple of different public grounds, then you want to get specific about each one and ask your questions about each one because the answers you want to know may not all be the same for each area. When I talk to that district biologist, I'll ask about harvest rates in each area, hunter success ratios in each area, nesting and brooding success rates for the previous two years in those areas. What time of year typically do the hens begin nesting or laying in those areas? And I'll also ask, if you were planning a three to four day trip in XYZ public ground, what one area would you plan to hunt? Also, I want to know what areas within those pieces of public land do you feel are best? Which ones typically hold more turkeys than others? I want to know if vehicles are allowed on the public land. And if so, is a four-wheel drive needed to get around? After I feel satisfied I have all of the info that I want and need from the regional or district biologist, I'll move on to step six. You guessed it, research. After I know where I'm going and what part of these counties or public grounds that I want to hunt, it's time to research where to fly into, where to stay, where to eat, where to get fuel, where to rent a car, all of those things. Now I used to do this exclusively using Google and Google Maps, but I've now learned a new and improved way of doing this thanks to my good friend and fellow podcast host or hostess, Carrie Z. Carrie clued me in on this several months ago, and I think it is genius. The easiest and best way to know everything there is to know about the specific area you will be hunting in is to call the Visitors Bureau for that county and ask them those questions that you want to know answers to. You'll typically find them to be quite helpful, and you should have a great idea as to where you'll stay when you arrive if your trip is exclusively a hunting trip after you speak to someone there. 
Now just a quick sidebar, if your trip is not a hardcore hunting trip, or if you will have some downtime after 1 p.m. in those states that don't allow afternoon hunting, then ask the Visitors Bureau of places of interest in the area. Now, personally, I wish that we had more time to do this on our annual trips that my group takes, but we are on a hardcore hunting, or should I say killing, mission. Oftentimes, we're trying to take four to eight turkeys in four to seven days of hunting. By the time we finish this journey, we will have covered 49 states and most likely Mexico and Canada and not seen some awesome places like Mount Rushmore, Old Faithful, the Grand Canyon, etc., etc. So you may want to take some time to stop and smell the roses, unlike me. All right, step seven, book it. Now you have all of the information that you need to book your hotel, cabin, campground, or bed and breakfast. So go ahead and do it. Book your airfare if needed. Reserve your rental car if needed. Plan your time off work if needed. Whatever it is that you need to do to make that trip a reality, now is the time to book it and make it happen. Okay, step eight, research. Just because you've booked your trip doesn't mean that you are through with the planning. Now is the time that you really want to use Google Earth and Google Maps to familiarize yourself with the town that you're going to be staying in, the property that you're going to be hunting, the best routes to and from the best hunting areas that you learned about from your conversations with the biologist. Locate the check stations if you're required to check your bird. Study the topography and look for pinch points or fields where turkeys may bug during the day or even when it's raining. Look for holes and bottoms where turkeys may escape to when it's windy. Spend hours studying those maps of where you're going. The knowledge that you'll gain will help you tremendously. Now, in addition to studying the maps, spend a good bit of time studying the game laws in the state that you're going to be hunting. Be sure you know those game laws backwards and forwards. I'm pretty sure that you will not want to have to travel back to the state that you were hunting for a required court appearance due to a game law violation you committed due to your ignorance. And I'm also sure that you don't want to have the extra expense of paying the fine for that violation as well. Now, something in particular that you'll want to check and be knowledgeable of is how to legally transport your hunting firearms while you're traveling from hunting spot to hunting spot. And every state has different requirements related to this. Some states will require your firearm to be in a case and unloaded. Other states will require it to be unloaded completely, as in no shells in the magazine, but it doesn't have to be in a case. Some states, and some states don't have regulations regarding this. So that's something that you'll want to check and make sure that you know exactly what you're dealing with there. The final step that you want to take before you go on your trip is that you'll want to call and confirm all of your reservations that you've made before you leave home, typically within a couple of days of when you plan on arriving at your destination. Call the hotel or cabin where you're going to be staying. Make sure your reservation's confirmed with the airline and go ahead and reserve your seat if you can. Make sure that they know that you're going to be traveling with a firearm and make sure you know the regulations for traveling with a firearm with that airline and make sure that the outfitter that you may be hunting with still has you down for the days that you're planning on hunting, and relax and have a good time. That's what it's all about, after all. So that's all I've got for you guys this week. 
I hope that you have learned a little something from the past couple of episodes, and I hope that you will put forth the effort to venture out of state this coming turkey season on a hunting trip, whether that's public land or you're going to book a day or two days with an outfitter in a neighboring state. Get out and see some different areas and experience what turkey hunting is like in some different states. You may be blown away as to how good the turkey hunting is in some of these states nearby. Okay, so just like normal, if you guys enjoyed the episode, you learned a little something today, please forward and share it on social media and via email. Also, if you have not already done so, please go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio and give the show a five-star rating and a review. And when you're hanging out with the family over the Christmas holiday and New Year's and someone wants to talk turkey hunting with you, turn them on to the show. Let them know that it's there. Anything that you guys can do to help grow the listenership is greatly appreciated by me. And I want to take the last few seconds here and wish all of you who are listening a very Merry Christmas. I hope that you are able to take time to remember the reason for the season amidst all the craziness that will be going on with the kids opening presents under the tree or the in-laws in town visiting and staying with you, whatever it happens to be. Take a little while and reflect on why we have the holiday that we have and be thankful for all the blessings that you have in your life and be thankful for your family and enjoy the time with them. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices and I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.